Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Welcome back, faithful listeners, to Harvest Horror Fest, Volume 4, Episode Number 2. Mike, I did look it up, and this is the fourth iteration of the Harvest Horror Fest, if you can believe it. So the podcast has been going for three years, soon to be four this coming February, and our first Harvest Horror Fest was that year we did it when we started. So, Mike, how does that make you feel, even older, that our podcast and your Harvest Horror Fest is older than both of your children combined? (laughs) <laughs> that's a very true statement um wow man number four time flies dude so mike four harvest Horror fest volume four episode number dose it was my pick kind of i mean it's your it's your thing it was my suggestion you said ah let's do it i haven't seen that one in a while it is 13 ghosts spelled with a 13 yep yep it sure is man um and i enjoyed watching this one again so uh, I can I can start start with a rundown. This one was uh, directed by Steve Beck. It was written by uh, Rob White, Neil Marshall Stevens, Richard DiVadio, Todd Alcott, and someone we might recognize, James Gunn. And this movie is tar- starring uh, Tony Shalhoub, Shannon Elizabeth, Imbeth Davids, Matthew Lillard. Uh, F. Murray Abram, and it is about uh, when Cyrus uh, Criticos, a very rich collector of unique things, dies, he leaves his house and fortune to his nephew and his family. While they're inside, they find they're not alone. Well, that's pretty vague. Well, but there's 13 ghosts in there with them. Yes. Yes, there are a few ghosts in there with them. So, Mike, I like this movie. I think it's fun. Yes, it's cheesy. It's goofy. The acting is questionable at times, especially by some of the support staff. But uh, I like this movie. It's like we discussed last week when we were teasing this one. It's a haunted house movie. It's a monster movie. It's a ghost story. It's all these things in one. It's a whole lot of fun. And I really enjoy it. And I know it gets a lot of crap. But. I mean, dude, this was 2001. Look at the CGI they have in here. Look at the makeup. They did a wonderful job. For a 20-year-old movie, it still holds up very well. Yeah, yeah. The The only thing that I, I saw that was a little bit dated, of course, was the CGI. But um, the makeup and the sets are amazing. So, like, I felt like it, it, it does hold up pretty well. And honestly, Mike, think about it. That CGI is 20 years old. It didn't look that bad. Yes, it's not incredible like today where you can't tell if it's real or if it's CGI. You can tell it's CGI, but it's not terrible. It's not like some other films of modern day where the CGI budget was like $5. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't terrible. It was, it was good, man. I, I liked it. Um, watching it again, you know, I forgotten about some of the cgi things and and the the need for it but you know it fit the movie and i don't know the the makeup i had also forgotten how how good the makeup was for all the the ghosts it was really cool oh dude it's fantastic 
And I know which one is your favorite. It's the uh, naked lady makeup. Uh, yeah, yeah, because of the three Bs, man. We got you know the the blood, the beast, the 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 breast. So um, we succeeded. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, and of course, it's the movie I picked. Boom, winning. Yeah, yeah. The um, the I enjoyed the the scene where the shysty lawyer. Uh, well, uh, I I guess, dude, it's a twenty year old spoilers. movie. We can it's spoil spoilers. it. Go for it. Yeah, we don't care. It's a twenty year old movie. If you haven't seen it by now, go watch it. You'll enjoy it. It's twenty years old. We're gonna spoil it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So so with that, uh, I I love that part where the the shiesty lawyer gets cut in half. Uh, you know, it's been done in several movies, but it was it was still pretty good in this one. I, I enjoyed it. They did a fantastic job with it, especially how. The back half of him sticks to the glass and the front half of him slowly oozes down. And you can see that he's still alive. He's moving his eyeballs. And then you see his brain and his spinal column. Yeah, it was wonderful makeup. It was very well done. Yeah, that that was fun. I had forgotten about that scene. So it, it was good. It was, it was fun reliving this. It's, it's hard to believe it was 20 years. But um, anyway, uh, it was cool. It was cool seeing this movie again. Before we get way too ahead of ourselves, we got ourselves a nice little giveaway today. From our friends over at Paramount, it's one of their smaller companies, I believe. Um, it is a little movie called American Insurrection. So, uh, Mike, did you get a chance to check out the trailer? Uh, I did not. I did not. Okay. Well, I watched it. And it is a big time kind of what if film. Um, it looks interesting. Uh, you know, definitely probably will have to check it out, but that's not up to me and you, Mike. That's up to our listeners who get to enter our contest to win a copy of this film. Mike, what should they do? What should our listeners do? Well, you know, I since this is a ghost movie, they should uh, tell us what their favorite ghost movie is. And, you know, it's the Harvest Horror Fest, so why not? Perfect, Mike. I love it. If you want to be entered to win one of the copies of this brand new Paramount film that just came out a couple days ago, American Insurrection, go ahead and email Mike or myself, Matt, at realfilmnerds.com, or you can also email us at nerds at realfilmnerds.com with uh, your favorite ghost movie of all times, or TV show, maybe TV show too, because there's some good ones out there, right, Mike? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, TV show's fine, too. Just just something, I guess, with a ghost in it, it, it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, give us, give us your favorite, and we'll put you in the, our little drawing to win a copy of American Insurrection. All right, well, here is the business for our giveaway. The action-packed thriller American Insurrection is now streaming on Redbox. After a powerful militia seizes control of the U.S., a group of friends try to escape the growing violence and will do whatever it takes to survive. Stream American Insurrection instantly on Redbox today. Rated R, and again, that is from our friends over at Paramount Pictures. All right, Matt. So I know we're a little bit off format, but I'm going to ask you anyway, Matt, what are you drinking right now? Of course, Mike, of course, of course. Well, you know me, I am trying to stick to it as long as I can get them the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Once again, it is October, the best month of the year. 
not just because I was born in it, but because it is fall, it is Halloween, it is horror movies, it is candy. I'm a fat kid. I like my sweets. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's awesome. I also am, uh, you know, enjoying fall in my own way, and uh, I'm drinking one of those pumpkin beers. And uh, today I'm drinking one of the uh, nitro uh, pumpkin beer. So it's like a king instead of pumpkin. And uh, it is fantastic. It's uh, from uh, Southern Tier, and it is a great beer. You're keeping it going with yet another different pumpkin beer. Although, you did have two weeks there where you had the same one. So, we'll let it slide because you're a busy man. Yeah, yeah. I I tried to stock up before uh, my daughter was born. And so, uh, I've been waiting for a little bit cooler weather and just... uh, it upsets me a little bit that they start selling pumpkin beer in August, but I have to deal with it. So I buy the stuff and then I just hold on to it and then I drink it later. So maybe I should ask you this. So, um, since your daughter's been born, have you seen the sky? Uh, I have, I have. Okay, good. When you're out walking the dog, right? It gets you outside. Yeah. 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 I get out there, uh, with the dog and, and my son now, like we, we have, uh, stroller walks a lot. Oh, all right. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. All right, Mike. So now the most important question of the Real Film Nerds podcast, episode number 242. I didn't say that at the beginning. Mike, how does 13 Ghosts relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So this one I was a little uh, on the fence about. It's um, one of the writers for this was James Gunn, but he's not credited. And obviously James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Suicide Squad. Um, But the so I was a little bit like, I don't know if I should use that. It's kind of a cop out. So what I ended up doing was looking a little bit deeper and I found out that the editor on this, Derek uh, Bretchen, worked in the editorial department for Iron Man. All right, Mike. So you got two. Now, why do you think they didn't give James Gunn credit? Do you think it was just because he didn't do a whole lot or do you think he just wasn't a big enough star in 2001? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, a lot of times they talk about ghostwriters or whatever, and maybe this is he was one of those for this where they don't really get credit. I think they get paid, but it's like a nominal fee and then that's it. Like they just write some stuff and they get paid and they determine if they're going to use it. I don't know. It's, it seems like it's more of a, like a very small contract kind of side gig. So you're, what you're saying is James Gunn was a ghostwriter for 13 ghosts. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, that that wasn't exactly how I was looking at it, but yeah, sure. So he's a, the 14th ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's two uncredited, so he might be the 15th ghost. Oh, all right. All right. Well, it's James Gunn. Let's give him 14th because he, he's doing a stellar career now. Okay. That's true. He is. Okay, Mike. So I would say we're in the spoiler section, but I think we've been in the spoiler section since about three minutes in. So um, other than the lawyer getting split in half, uh, 
give me your thoughts more about this film. I just, I think I really like the way that it was uh, set up and it's, it's not too serious. Like you said, it's, it's kind of goofy. Uh, some of the actors in the movie aren't the greatest, but that's okay. It's just, they focused a lot on, uh, the content of, you know, having these different ghosts and this, this kind of weird haunted house and stuff. And it was cool. Like that set, like whoever designed that thing, that was great, man. Like with all the glass and the different stuff, they, whoever they got to do that was amazing. I don't even know how they fit that in their budget because it seems so good. So uh, I applaud them for that. I mean, I guess the, the only thing that I kind of didn't like about this movie, um, rewatching it was some of the like quick editing jumps that it has with, uh, you know, when you see the ghost and then you don't see the ghost. And I, I get it that we're not supposed to see them unless you have the special glasses, but like it seemed a little much sometimes. So one of the complaints I have is that, is this a 50,000 square foot house? Because it seems like wherever they go, it's never ending mazes. And I didn't think it was that big of a house from when we see it roll up. But like, how do you get lost in the basement? I mean, yes, there's tunnels and all this other stuff. But literally, when Matthew Lillard's character walks down there, the, it's a hallway and that's where all the ghosts are. And then they're getting lost like down there. in the. I, I, I don't know. I'm confused on that. No, right. I, I agree, man. I feel like the basement was just a, like an L or, or maybe a U shape. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it'd be too hard to find your way back. Right. And, th- and then it's a glass house. So they're all running around upstairs. So wouldn't you be able to see the people from above you if you're in the basement? Sure, you might not be able to see from the top down because the basement's probably darker. But looking up, you should still be able to see the people running around. And then, oh, dude, this is one that drives me nuts. Not to complain about a movie I like, but this is one that drives me a little nuts. So the son and the daughter, played by my beloved Shannon Elizabeth, who she doesn't get naked in this one. Sorry, folks. That was American Pie. Um, Shannon Elizabeth and the son, I'm forgetting the character's name, disappear three quarters of the way through the movie. And it seems like nobody cares. Like they fight really hard looking for her and the son for a while. And then they're just like, oh, well, I guess they're gone. Let's go do something else. Like, really? Yeah. the Yeah. So that's probably just continuity things. Uh, it might have been some editing mistakes. Like, I'm sure they... They still were looking for him. Like, I don't know. Okay. Well, I hope so because it's just kind of like, they're like, all right, well, they're not around. Oh, and then there they are. They're in like the floor that's turned into like a spinning razor blade room. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's true. The, the, the weird gyroscope gear thingy room. Yeah. Yes. We'll go with that. Yes. Gyroscope gear thingy room. Got it. All right, Mike, so did you make it to the theaters and see the new uh, James Bond? I did not. I did not. You know, I would love to. I feel like all these movies are coming out of the theater that I'd love to go see, and I can't. I can't. I, I mean, I, I got no time. I can't go disappear for three hours or four hours. You can. Maniacal Mags just might be very angry at you. No, I don't think it can. <laughs> no, she won't let you at all. You're not allowed to go outside again. That's why I was asking if you'd see the sun. So, you're looking a little pale, like a ghost. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I go outside, but it's dark in in the morning, and then uh, I I get to go out in the evening too. Well, Mike, I did not go to the theater either. I was very busy this weekend, so I did not go and see the new James Bond. But it is getting absolutely crucified by the critics, but the fans are loving it. So I don't know. So it's probably a great movie then, because I feel like the critics, I mean, I guess we're critics, but we're not critics. Uh, we we don't hate everything we watch. Like, we just don't have that. I mean, every once in a while we get that hate, but we don't have it like like the critics. Like, you have to be really, really curmudgeoned, you know, like, just hate everything. They probably just wake up in the morning and they're like, why? I should have died last night. Do you think they're hangry? Like that commercial? Like that, they got to eat something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they just need a Snickers bar? Yeah, a Snickers bar. Me, I, I'm akin to sandwiches. I, I'm a big fan of the sandwiches. Okay, yeah. Do you think they need a McRib? Definitely. Oh, my God, Mike. You just opened Pandora's box. <laughs> the McRib is coming. The countdown has begun. It Normally, it would be yeah. out by now. What? Yeah, pandemic? Uh, November 1st. The McRib Did the returns. pandemic get it? The pandemic? Uh, yeah, uh, let's just blame it on the pandemic. I, b- I blame everything on the pandemic. What What if the cure for COVID-19 is a McRib? Would you eat one? Sure. Well, I've, nope, I've watched no you eat some. I, I, I purchased some for you when I was over there. Uh, I believe it was for your wedding. Yes, it was. I was very upset because that was the time period when Arizona was not getting McRibs at all, no matter what time of year it was. And go over there, and I, I even brought some home on the plane. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like they were plentiful over here. It was the land of McRib. Okay, Mike, I'll get us back on track. Thirteen right. ghosts. Sorry, I, I did that. I, I threw you out there. Yep, dude, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I wish it was today, but you know, at least I know for a fact it's coming. It's just it seems like it takes longer and longer, you know. And I don't know how it is over there. But here, no matter what time of day I drive by McDonald's, it's starting to become like In-N-Out Burger. Now, maybe that's because probably the lobbies are still closed, but there's always a line wrapped around freaking McDonald's here. And I just don't get it. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of McDonald's at all. I think the best part that they make is probably their breakfast and the McRib. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, man. Um, Every once in a while, I still get a a chicken nugget kick, but, uh, you know, living the good... Good good old days back when I used to eat a lot of chicken nuggets when I was a little kid. Uh, but no, uh, I, I, I like their breakfast, and uh, that's about it, man. Like, that's it. Seriously, their breakfast burritos are quite tasty. The McGriddle, I mean, that's basically a heart attack and a wrapper. Yeah, but it's sweet and awesome. I know, it's delightful. And they have the full breakfast, the complete breakfast or whatever they call it. I used to get that all the time when I was a kid. It was literally like going to a restaurant getting a breakfast. It was like pancakes and eggs and bacon. and so- Oh, my God. Delightful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, remember, you did this. Not me. You did this. <laughs> it was me. All right, all right. Let's get back on track, man. 13 Ghosts. So uh, my recommendation is definitely go and watch this one. I think you will enjoy it because I enjoy this movie a lot. I'm not a huge horror movie film. This is a, 
I would say it definitely is a horror movie. It's all those different kind of genres blended together of the horror subgenres. Check it out, unless you can't handle gore, because there is a lot of gore. Yeah, I, I would also recommend it. Um, It's a kind of like a horror movie light. There, it's not it's not super scary. There, there is quite a bit of gore, but it's fun. It's not super serious. Like it's it's a pretty good movie. You know, just the acting is not the best, and there's a few things here and there like we've talked about. But overall, it's a pretty fun movie, man. And uh, when you suggested it, man, I was like, oh yeah, let's watch that one. I like that one. Okay, Mike. So how many reels? Uh, I'm gonna give this one three reels out of five. So clearly. Mahinsha, which hopefully you'll hear later in the podcast, if Lisa Live and Local on Magic 99.1 sends me the recordings for Monday, hopefully she does. Um, Mahinsha and I both really like this better than you, Mike. We both gave it four out of five reels. Oh, man. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked she liked it so much because she's not a fan of horror or blood, guts, and gore or any of that stuff. And she just thought this movie was a lot of fun and hilarious. Oh, that's good. That's good, man. Well, um, yeah. Well, if if you and Ma Hinshaw liked it, I, I guess everyone should watch it. Damn right. So speaking of watching things, Mike, next week we hit the theaters with your pick. I mean, you picked most of these. I just threw a couple in there. Your pick, Halloween Kills. Give us a rundown of what we're going to check out on that. All right. So this is the sequel to the last uh man i don't remember the the official name of it there's been so many it was just halloween i looked it up earlier it was just halloween from 2018 so that's the thing when you type in halloween and movie you got to make sure and pick which one because they're all called halloween some have numbers some don't some are really bad some are okay i was looking it up i'm just like mike the the more confusing part for me on this is where the hell does this even fit in with all the Halloween movies? Uh, so this is a sequel. So so the original Halloween uh, movie still stands. So the the original one from, uh, was it 19, 1979 or something? Nailed it. It's, yep. It's a, 79. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that one is the first one. And then we've got Halloween... 2018 and then now we have halloween kills all the other ones that were in between there are vanished and uh we are in just this this is the third movie in a magic timeline (laughs) because would you say they're voided or annulled or divorced um, uh, <laughs> it's a good question, Matt. I guess just voided, just boom, gone. Okay, so they no longer exist, but you can still find them on the streaming services and the internets and the IMDb's. So they're not doing a good job of cleanup whatsoever, much like the oil spill in California. Boom! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Well, like I think Halloween three, like uh. I don't remember what it's like the name of it's called, but like Halloween three was the one where it was like this haunted like doll thing. Like it wasn't, there was no Michael Myers. It was super weird, super weird. And I think that's the one that everybody likes because it wasn't like the rest of them. It was like, yeah, it was creepy, man. Like it was like a toy company. It was like trying to, yeah, like take over 
like brainwashed children. It was it was a weird one, man. It was like the Night of the Witch or something or Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. I think that's right. That's right. I never I don't think I've ever seen that one because I watched the original one and that one was freaking phenomenal. I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, has nothing to do with any of the weird Halloween movies, which, I mean, I guess is interesting, but weird. So, there's just, uh, there's just so many Halloween movies, but, you know, I'm interested to see how they wrap this up. This, I think, is a finale, so I think this is like a trilogy, Matt, and this is the third one, even though they didn't make the first one. And, um, uh, John Carpenter is made like a new soundtrack for this movie, I guess. So they're hyping that up. So it, it, I'm, I'm excited to see it. The, the Halloween 2018 was actually really good. So we'll see how this one goes. I was very disappointed in the Rob Zombie Halloweens, actually speaking of Halloween movies. I have to say, I haven't seen it. And Rob Zombie has a history of making really good horror movies. He's probably one of the, world's biggest halloween movie buffs i mean not halloween but one of the biggest horror movie buffs like on the planet and for him to have be making like horror movies is pretty awesome and it's sad that his wasn't very good i've never watched it because i heard how bad it was and i didn't want his uh reputation in my eyes to go down i guess is a nice way to put it because he's a great musician no it was just weird man yeah just wasn't I don't know he's he's made some decent horror movies but like the devil's rejects I really liked but um I don't know so just house of a thousand corpses that never got released and then finally did and then you're like why didn't this get released it doesn't seem that bad um <laughs> uh yeah but I I am diverging too much uh, no, it's Matt, I... very much on point, Mike, because we are going to be talking about Halloween next week. So this will be a little taste of what we will be diving into hopefully next week. So you're going to have to do some research on your phone when you're sitting there rocking your baby to sleep. How's that? All right, I will. I'll do some research. Um, but uh, the interesting thing about this Halloween Kills coming out, it'll be released in theaters and on Peacock streaming simultaneously. So they're picking up the HBO Max model. Just for this movie, I think. <laughs> so are you going to go watch in the theaters or are you going to stream it, Mike? I think due to my current situation, I will be streaming it on, on the lines. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. And, you know, we'll, it'll be interesting to see the numbers and how they report them or if they don't report them. Because a lot of the streaming services just flat out don't report their numbers. And that's one of the biggest things surrounding, you know, the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, because, you know, that is now streaming on Disney plus. Yeah. Um, that is streaming without having to pay the, for the plus plus. Right. Um, the, uh, they settled that lawsuit though, Matt, did we talk about that last week? No, no, I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, no, it's settled. Um, ScarJo, I don't know. Nothing was disclosed because it was settled, but I imagine ScarJo got another, 20 30 mil so she's good yeah and that's like pocket change for disney now so i don't know maybe they took a pretty hard hit on covid i mean the parks were closed for a long time yeah the the parks in uh california were closed for a very long time uh 13 months 
and uh, the uh, in Florida it was less, uh, like a lot less, like a few months. But um, and then all around the world too, the parks were closed and opened and then closed. I think so. Um, I don't know. It it sounds like in the rush to put stuff on streaming services, there has been some mm, poor execution and double checking on people's contracts. Shocker. Um, because a lot of these, I guess, especially with Marvel cinematic universe movies and stuff, the actors agree to like a, a base fee to, to, to initially do the movie. And then they would like a cut of the release because they make a ton of money and, it's kind of a win-win for both, right? They don't have to spend as much to produce the movie on the actors. And then when they do make all this money, they just have to split a little bit with them. Uh, with the streaming stuff, things get a lot more murky. Uh, I know with HBO Max, when they said they were going to release all their movies to streaming at the same time, they paid like everybody. They gave them like all this extra money. Like for all the movies. So Disney doesn't care then. <laughs> um I, I'm I'm not saying that. Okay. Uh, I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just feel like somebody dropped the ball on that. Um but I also wonder like, you know, they released uh the the uh what was it, the the Jungle Cruise? Yes. Yeah, the Jungle Cruise. Uh, on the streaming and it's like but that one had like Emily Blunt and The Rock I think they had that one straightened out so I'm not sure if it was just like some of the MCU stuff or if it was because because that one was coming out and it was supposed to have come out right before the pandemic hit like they didn't have any of that stuff figured out and they didn't plan to put it on the streaming service and then they did and then things got weird you know, like, because it was about to come out. Black Widow was, what, coming out in, like, May of 2020? Oh, God, yeah. They postponed it so many freaking times. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was, like, so it was, like, done, and it was about to be released. And then COVID hit, and then, like, you know, obviously they didn't update the contracts and stuff at that point. But they, you know, so I think just somebody dropped the ball. Well, all right, Mike. Well... I think we have come to the end of our time for Harvest Horror Fest Volume 4, Episode Number 2. Also, Real Film Nerds Podcast, Episode 242. Okay, so Mike, go ahead, do your thing. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, go out there, stream a movie. Watch a movie at the theater if you feel comfortable, you know. Uh, enjoy enjoy your uh, uh, October in the fall season and all the pumpkiny things you know you can get now like like I don't know I, there's probably like a pumpkin or pumpkin like air freshener in for your car and all kinds of stuff now I feel like there's pumpkin everything like I'm surprised my microphone's not covered in pumpkin dude everybody loves a little PSL air freshener yeah. Oh, yeah. PSLs. That's where it's at. All right, man. Well, I think that's it. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you on the next pod. 
Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. He's in to talk about his horrific horror film festival. It's Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. I'm starting to like that name better. <laughs> the horrific horror festival. Yeah. So is the film festival, the horror, the horrific horror film festival. So is it because the festival is horrific or is it because it's just horror? Horror. Well, according to um, Rotten Tomatoes, the movie that you watched last week was Horrible. 17%. That that hurts. It just went up. It just went up. (laughs) Hold on. Let me put my phone down. I just fixed it. 13 ghosts. What'd you think? I love it. You loved it. It is cheesy. It is goofy. It's over the top. The makeup is actually really, really good for how old it is. Yeah. Uh, The CGI is really good. Yeah. The acting is questionable. Yeah, who's in uh, it? You know, there's Matthew Lillard, Shannon Elizabeth, Tony Shalhoub. Oh, yeah, I like uh, all those. They all do fairly well. Yeah. It's all the secondary actors that are kind of, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I like this movie. That's why I picked it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to say it's like my favorite movie in the world, but it's fun. Yeah. It's a haunted house movie crossed with, uh, you know, lots of blood, guts, and gore, and ghosts. Yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of blending of horror genres. You can't go wrong. Right. Okay. Sounds like fun to me, actually. I, it is. Yeah. It is. Okay. And how many reels are you going to give it? I love it. I think people should go watch it. So I give it four out of five. Four out of five. Wow. That's high for you. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, very Especially, good. Well, for a horror film, it's high because you know I'm not a huge horror movie buff, right? But I do enjoy several. Like yeah. you know, uh, our first Harvest Horror Fest, we did Cabin in the Woods, and that is my favorite horror movie of like all time. All I don't know time. if you've ever seen that. No, I don't like horror films. Well, I, I think real life is scary enough. I just turn on the news and I'm in, scared to death. If you go back and hunt down our first Harvest Horror Fest, you'll hear it in there. The reason yeah. why I love it so much is that. It's a horror comedy. It blends all these tropes together of yeah. horror movies, okay. and it's just funny, and it's fun. It's one of Chris Hemsworth's very first movies. Oh, really? Thor came out yeah. like, right when, right after this came out, uh-huh. and even though this had been filmed two or three years before Thor, and he just blew up, and it really helped the movie, and it was it's just a lot of fun. And that's I called The that Cabin movie. in the Woods? Yeah, The Cabin in the Woods. Okay, yeah. and uh, this one kind of sounds the same. Like, there, you laugh and you get scared all in one movie. This one I don't think is intentional. Intentionally funny. They try okay. to be here and there, and it's not great. But they're yeah. they're it's fun. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. It's the one thing that I have to say is um this must be like a fifty thousand or a hundred square foot, hundred square foot thousand house because they really? just keep going down stuff and going down <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, man, I would hate to be the one trying to sell this guy. Yeah. Okay. You know? Good point. Because it's a glass house and it's you know in the middle of the forest and I don't know. It's yeah. Okay. It's cool. It's fun. Funny. All right. What are we going to look at this week? So this week, week yeah. or next week, yeah, next week, I'm going to go watch the movie this week. Okay. The sequel to the Holly, Halloween reboot. I, it's not really a reboot, but the continuation of the original Halloween series okay. comes out this week called Halloween Kills. Nice. So we're going to go to the theaters and watch it. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll It'll be, be scary great. for sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's put in a call to Ma Hinshaw, see what she thought about 13 Ghosts. That's coming up on Magic 99.1. All righty. There she is, Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. How you doing there, Ma? Good morning. Doing 
fine. Bright and sunny here. Cold, but bright and sunny. Yeah, it's chilly here as well. Matt says you get your hair done to be on the radio. Is that true, Mahin Shah? No, I get my toenails done, and I had a beautiful pedicure yesterday. I mean, Saturday. Yes. Nice. Yeah, you'd hate to be on They're the radio orange. with bad toenails, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, good morning. We're happy to chat with you. What did you think of 13 Ghosts? I really liked it. Oh, see, Matt did too. He really liked it too. So clearly we both have I... terrible taste. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was like trying to go through a maze or something, and you had to actually think about stuff, you know, before right? the scary things jump out at you or whatever. And I, I really enjoyed it. It was good. And, well, I didn't have to go to the movie. I like going to the movie, you know, popcorn, yeah. chocolate-covered raisins, that kind of thing. But uh, it, it was good. I would recommend it. Well, you know, it's interesting because the critics all rated it very low. IMDb gave it 5.6. Rotten Tomatoes only gave it 17%. But Google users, uh, 88% of the Google users liked the movie. So you guys are right there with uh, the majority. Yeah, so the people are smart oh. and the critics are terrible. Right, right. There you go. There You, you know, go. that might be true. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the movie, Ma? Oh, I think it was... Oh, gosh, I hope it's doesn't give away anything. The glass walls, I, I, those were, it, that was my worst nightmare. Think oh. of cleaning all those glass walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different perspective. Matt was talking about the blood and the gore, and you're like, look at all those windows. <laughs> <laughs> that is really well, scary. You're right. Really super, super scary. How many cookies oh, will you give the film? Um... Gee, I might splurge. I'd say a four. Mm-hmm. You give a four. four that's cookies. Matt gave it four out of five reels as well. You guys are one and the same. You are the same people, aren't you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, uh, well, not at all. We appreciate you chatting with us this morning on what station, Mahinshaw? Magic 99.1.